Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the International Youth Podcast. This episode is a very special episode because it is the last episode of season one. And I am joined by my dear friend, Hilda. Welcome to the show, Hilda. Thank you, Ruth. All right. So um, before we start, let me talk a little bit about the International Youth Podcast. So the International Youth Podcast is going to be a space where current international students or prospective international students could get a glimpse of the life of international students in the U.S. or abroad. And this week, as I mentioned earlier, I'm joined by my very, very dear friend, Hilda. So let me talk a little bit about Hilda. So Hilda is from Uganda, and she completed her undergraduate studies at Smith College in 2018, where she double majored in government and African studies. Hilda currently works at Africa Careers Network in Johannesburg, South Africa. Would you like to add anything? No, that sounds good. <laughs> okay. So, as the title of this episode is Dealing with Time Management, what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word time management? Um, the first thing that comes to my mind is how terrible I was at it, I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, it felt a lot like there was so many moving parts and I had to pick and choose where I wanted to spend my time. And sometimes that wasn't very easy. And if you asked me this question, you know, like, Four, three years ago, when I was still in it, I would have been like, yo, I'm struggling so much. And this is really, really, really. Um, but now that I'm removed three, three whole years, I, yes, I did struggle, but I found a rhythm that ended up working in the end. Um, I was able to find ways of prioritizing, even if it wasn't always very intentional, you know? Um, right. Yeah, but I, in, if I'm looking back from where I, I'm standing now, it feels a lot like I was able to figure out where benefits me the most and then I spent the, the most time there. It did always come without, I guess, guilt or feeling like, oh, but you're not doing this, you're not doing because it's always so, so much. Um, right. But I found ways of prioritizing and, and that ended up working. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, for me personally, when I hear the word time management, I think of, um, well, I guess in the context of being an international student, because as you said, yeah. you said, you remember how terrible you were at it? I mean, I was also very terrible at it before I started getting better at it, right? So I remember my first year, just like, you know, being involved in a lot of clubs and a lot of classes and just not knowing what to do with my time. Um, and so basically yeah. time management, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is just how to ma manage your time and how to make a schedule, how to follow through that schedule, how to make sure you have time for yourself and all of those things. Um, but I, I, I don't think it's only, um, you know, limited to your experience in college. I think time management overflows into your adult life as well, as you know, yes. you know, when you work and um, when you're also in school. So my next question is, did your time management skills improve in college? What was your journey like? 
Yeah, um, like I said earlier, you arrive on campus and there is a billion clubs that need you to join them. Um, mm-hmm. But also in terms of classes, there's such a variety and you're being told to explore everything before yeah. you set yourself to a major. And I I went to college and decided, even if deep down I knew I wanted to do, to, to do economics, for instance, but right. I went yeah. to, to explore and see everything and see what exists out there. And so... Um, that made it really challenging because during the first year I did a lot of things that some of them I wasn't even interested in, but it seemed like it was the right thing to do. So right, from the right. classes I, t- I took, I took the re- the most ridiculous classes. I did classes that I had no business doing, classes that I had no like zero knowledge of. I did yeah. music and I, and I did astronomy and I did stress management oh. and I did the whole thing so from that just took so much of my time without them bringing me in Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. outside of classes I I also took part in some extracurriculars that looking back I'm like why did you do that though (laughs) and yeah and there are also of those so because of that I I think I was stretched thin but not because I was doing things that I actually really enjoyed Right, um, right, right. Yeah. And so I spent a lot of my first year just just with my hands full, but with, 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 you know, like when you are very, very busy, but it's like you can't show anything for how busy you are. Wow. That's that, how. That is so true. That is so true. Yeah. <laughs> That's how yeah. it felt. Um, but to go back to your question of did it improve over time? By, by sophomore year, I had decided that I didn't want to do economics. Even if I still was trying, it became very clear that I, I needed to explore other things, eh, but also to explore more pointedly. Mm-hmm. So I had also learned that I liked to do classes in African studies. I also, I also liked to do classes that in, involved a lot of discussion. Um, so I was understanding where I wanted to be academically. So that right. helped me in terms of choosing classes. And as you know, that ends up saving you a lot of time. Um, right. Other thing was I was beginning to find my people. Mm. So, yeah, so I was able to let go of extracurricular activities that were, to be honest, kind of useless to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so that's when I joined SAXA for real. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so... As time went on, I began to be like, okay, so when I'm with these people, it feels good. Right. When I'm taking class, I feel challenged, but not in a way that makes me feel small. Okay. Um, when I'm doing this, I feel like I'm actually contributing to something. Then I began to focus. And mm-hmm. that doesn't always come because you are making all these goals and you're intentional in everything that you do. It's just that you're like, that didn't work. So we'll let that go. Instead, we'll pick this up and see how that goes. Um, right. Yeah. So with time, I was able to figure out what worked for me and I kept going in that direction. So it ended up saving me a little bit more time. So right. I could spend time with my friends. So I could actually do my class assignments, mm-hmm. take part in extra things, do on campus jobs that I actually found challenging to my like even to my mind but right. also you know just yeah 
So with the time, mm-hmm. it got better. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, sh- I, I should give my colleagues self a little bit more credit, maybe. <laughs> right. I think you should. <laughs> I mean, we survived it. And I think that's something worth celebrating yeah. on its own. Um, but can we talk a little bit about the fact that there was a class called Stress Management? You just mentioned that. And I, I, th- I had a flashback <laughs> of like, I well, remember that someone... That stressed me up. <laughs> That's oh, wow. I that remember. Just, yeah. 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 I, remember. So I never took the class, but I remember talking to people who took the class and they were telling me that the class was making them stressed and it's the opposite of what the class is supposed to be doing. Yeah. It's like that class was wild. I had to keep a stress journal. Who keeps a stress journal? And yeah, I was like, why did I come here? And it was anyway. Yeah. There was a lot of that. There was a lot of doing things for me that I was like, oh, I'm curious about this. So I'll go do it. I think, especially for international students, no one tells us. They're like, yeah, so many things. Just go and explore and see what you like. But exploring should be guided. And I, I definitely was anything that guided. Um, right. That's why I ended up doing so many random things, especially in terms of academics, that end up impacting my GPA for real. Um, right, right. But if I know that I was supposed to explore, but with, with things that I was genuinely curious about, as opposed to just like getting things from the moon and, and, and doing them, it would have saved me more. Sure. Yeah. Right, right. And this is really hilarious to me because... Um, I don't know why, but I'm still stuck on that like stress management class because, you know, weren't they supposed <laughs> to tell you, <laughs> weren't they supposed to tell you how to minimize your stress? And, you know, part of minimizing your stress is um, dealing with your time management, right? When you're better at dealing with your time, yeah. then you have less stress because you have less work to do, right? Hypothetically. Um, I thought it was just really funny how that, that class ended up stressing everyone who took it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, so... For me personally, um, I think I mentioned this a lot, but my time management skills definitely improved throughout college. Um, I was a complete mess first year. I always said this because I was experimenting with a lot of things I had no business experimenting with. And when I mean experimenting, I I use it in the loosest (laughs) term possible. So I was, as you said, taking classes I had no business taking just because I thought I was supposed to take that class. Um, I was taking a cooking class. (laughs) Hilda. <laughs> was oh called Savory in Italy. <laughs> I knew it was going to Italian cooking class. Oh my god. I, and I was like, what am I doing in this class? I have no passion for food. Anyways, this just goes to show you when people tell you to explore and to you know take advantage of the opportunity, it doesn't mean you have to stretch to your limit and extend <sighs> to the point where you can't you can't even, you know, fully enjoy one class. So that was my first year experience. And then, you know, throughout this, the my other years of college, I think because my first year was so bad, um, you know, I was always trying to do better the next few semesters, right? So what I'm saying is if I didn't fail, quote unquote, during my first mm-hmm. year, if I didn't know how to manage my time, if I was really good at it, like from the get-go, I don't think I would have pushed myself that much harder in the next years that followed, you know? Would you agree with that? Yeah. Um, I I feel that 
we obviously learn from how the things made us feel and how they made us panic, etc. And so me knowing that, first of all, doing astronomy, it was a very hard class. And sitting in the class, I wasn't excited about the things that we were discussing. It also ended up not being anything that I, I, I thought it would be. I'm curious about space, I guess, but not the physics of it. So when I sit in a class, it's all about that. The, the next semester, I know that when I see a name of a class, I will also go and read the blurb about the class. Right. Right. Because right. the names are much more exciting, exciting than the class ends up being. And I did a lot of those mm. classes. The looked looked nice. But when I got into it, it wasn't anything like what the name said. And yeah. so I had to pick up little things like that. Where when it's time to register for classes, I don't just go and register. I mm. I up and I see exactly what it's going to try to do. Because of that, I won't spend time, you know, during the shopping period, so to speak, when this message is mm-hmm. beginning and it just doing i don't I, I i i didn't spend much time anymore trying to figure out the classes because i knew that when they say astronomy they say they mean gravity and the physics of it and it is and, it is and, and those not a things where i'm strong at um right. yeah so with time i think i learned to select what suited 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 me more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. those days and that served me more time so that's one of the ways in which i I was doing better. Um, the other way is I learned to be okay with the fact that my social life was important to me. Um, and mm-hmm. I began to be like, I feel, I feel good around these people. I will spend more time with them. So I, I began to, I guess, follow how I felt more and follow the fact that this didn't feel good last year. So I will let it go. And mm-hmm. said, I'll choose this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think you're completely right because, it, you know, managing your time is, um, you know, something you learn throughout your life. But um, I guess it's, it's different for everyone. Right. So someone might prioritize spending time with your, you know, with their friend and someone else might prioritize, you know, studying. And it's always um, it's always a practice. You know, it's you, you can't just be great at it you know, when you're born, you know, you have to you like live through it and see like what you want to do and prioritize the things that you like to do. Right. Um, so my next question is, why do you think it's so hard to manage your time in college? Hmm. <laughs> um, personally, <laughs> I think the too many choices, mm. Mm. they made it very hard for me to, to focus. Right. And I think that's something that we've been discussing this whole time. They made, they made it so hard for me to focus from the student orgs to on-campus work to, and you know, you also want to make some money to live by. You right. know, you also need to take classes. You know, you need to build your resume. So right. I, I felt like I had so many competing goals mm. um, and so many competing avenues to meet those goals. Mm. Uh, yeah, especially coming out of high school where I felt like everything was very directed. You right. do this class, that class, and that class, and you go here and you go there. 
you get to college and yes, it's directed, but very, very broadly. And you have to choose where you want to go and you're 18. Mm. So that was too much power I was given at 18, 18, 19. (laughs) You were drunk on power. You didn't know what to do. That was too much. I ended up just like every center with the weirdest name I heard of on on Smith campus. I was there trying to understand what they were doing and getting involved. Every class that had the weirdest names, I was in there and trying to take them. Every, I was in all the directions um, because I didn't, once again, I didn't know, like there was, there, there was so much and I didn't know where to go. And I think I'm also thinking about this because um, I'm currently trying to select classes for grad school mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. how intentional I am with right. like what like what skills am I learning from this class and where they take me so I will take this class. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's about the professor this time. Maybe it's about the fact that I get to work with student X this time. So mm-hmm. because I have this experience i know how to direct my my mm-hmm. energy how, how to use my time better even yeah. with extracurricular i know that i need to do those but i'm also very much like end goal what am i trying right. to learn from this exactly end goal what am I trying to achieve from here i didn't have that discernment mm. five six years and i was just getting involved for the sake of getting involved because unless you get it honestly and I'm not mad at that because unless you get involved, you never know what's going to happen. And exactly. that's the mentality that I was just trying to do as much as possible, just in mm-hmm. case something leads somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, right. And, yeah. yeah. And honestly, it ended up shaping up. But mm-hmm. I wish I knew earlier to just ask myself those questions of, mm-hmm. you know, what do I want to do? And if I do this, will it lead me there? So because I didn't, I wasn't mature enough i guess to ask those questions I, I ended up in all directions and i think a lot of us are like that whether it's international students or if you're even american i think right. when when there's just too many options right it can yeah yeah i think that's what i experienced <laughs> yeah and and thank you so much for sharing that because i think that is so real and that is a struggle that like hands down every single international student goes through it i mean i can't speak for you know domestic students but i'm 100 yeah. percent sure that everybody has been through that and as you said it's like when you have a lot of choices you know you have to be intentional on the things that you want to do not just be, you know things that other people are doing right uh, and so that's when you have to you know do a lot of self-reflection and like try to ask yourself like what do I want to gain out of this class what do I want to gain out of this club that I'm going to be involved in what do I want to gain out of this job that I'm going to be working on campus um, but you know e- even in order to reach that level of finding the things that you want to do as you said you mm-hmm. have to experiment right you have to try on things um, because unless you try them how would you know right so like this you know when you were talking I was nodding the whole time because that's exactly what happened to me as well and it's like like imagine you have like four classes that you have no idea why you're taking on top of that you are involved in like three different clubs like your day literally your 24 hours is just consumed and you don't even have time for your friends or you don't even have you know some people actually forget to eat and forget to sleep and it's like those basic necessities that keep you alive as a human being 
they no longer Bro, seem as necessities, you know? You also actually don't have time for introspection of being like, okay, right. today I spent my day running around, going from class to club, from club to class, from class to class. What was that class? How did that make me feel? What am I gaining out of that? So right. You, right. you are entirely packed with so many things that you don't even get time to step away from and think about them so that you know so that you know how to make tomorrow better you know you just exactly. you just go yeah <laughs> yeah i mean that makes complete sense hilda because like what i'm hearing now is like lack of information is one of the key things that could make or break us you know in college because as you said like we're not as international students we're not used to the grading system we're not used to the writing intensive classes we're not used to spending so much time with our professors that they become our advisors and they actually care you know one of the things that really shocked me when I went to college and also high school was so the, I'm, I don't want to bash the teachers I had you know in Ethiopia but they were never invested <laughs> in my future like they were never that involved you know they just came in <laughs> they just you know gave a class and they just left you know I never expected to have that kind of friendly um, um, like kind of relationship with a teacher or a professor but in college your advisors or your professors they're literally there 24 7 to help you to help you understand things that you didn't understand and it was a shock to me that they were actually invested in my future. They were, like, giving me advice on, like, what classes to take, what, what my plans were after college. And it took a while for me to, like, mm-hmm. accept the fact that they are just there to help me and they're just there as my resource. Um, but as you mentioned, lack of information is, is a huge thing because as international students, we're not used to that kind of environment. And as first years, yeah. we're all trying to figure out everything on our own. And I think... I think like whatever you went through, I went through, and I'm pretty sure some other international students went through as well. You know what I mean? And I don't think our experiences are isolated at all. Yeah. I think we all share the same experiences. But I also think like the time that we spent struggling, quote unquote, to figure it out, I don't think that was a waste of time. I think like looking back now, if I didn't go through all that struggle, I wouldn't have made like the rest of my college career a success so for Mm -hmm. me like the failure that I had my first year was the driving force you know that I was like okay I'm not gonna do those things I'm not because like sophomore year junior year and senior year while you know when you're there for a long time you know the kind of resources to use you know the kind of um, classes you need to take and you know how to manage your time really well slowly so I think because if we had you know, if we had been successful, you know, straight from the start, like from first year, I don't, I don't think we would have pushed ourselves yeah. to perform really well for the rest of our college career. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, I agree with you because after my first year, I was like, exploration, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm just I going to that. do what feels good. Right. Right. Yeah, and that's how I ended up in the major. So I ended up because I was like, I'm done failing for no reason completely. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do I like to do here? And let me let me begin to do that. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember. 
because you know you you have to declare a major by the end of sophomore year I think mm-hmm. and by that mm-hmm. time I still had, had had not declared a major because I still wasn't sure mm-hmm. but by that point too because of my first year I had begun doing very specific classes that mm-hmm. that automatically converged into something that wasn't necessarily very intentional but it Mm -hmm. was because Mm -hmm. I was done trying to do everything that Smith had to offer and I was like what am I curious about and now let Mm -hmm. me take classes in that direction Um, so I ended up being a little bit more focused which saved Mm -hmm. some time and then I began to I guess network with people who ended up being really helpful in my mm-hmm. life and and the word networking makes it sound very official like I knew exactly yeah. what I was doing like I ended up in a in in like African studies spaces I ended up meeting a lot of really cool professors right not because I was like now I'm going to be this major in fact I learned that that major didn't exist at me after I spent so much time in it um <laughs> yeah and, and and then I was like okay so how do I make this a major um right. But that came from all of the ways that I failed in first year. And I was like, how do I make sure this doesn't happen again? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah. I agree. Yeah. And, and that makes complete sense to me too. <clears throat> um, and, you know, when it comes to time management, I think every single student is different because the priorities that we have are completely different because there could be a student who values maybe working out early in the morning before they go to class. Um, They dedicate time for that. (laughs) They wake up early. (laughs) Reminds me of those days. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Can you share some of the (laughs) please, with our audience who may not really know what we're talking about? Um. Ruth, we were trying. We were, we were trying to be okay. I remember that very well. And I, mm-hmm. and we were just trying everything. And I think, I think that speaks to just how beautiful community can be when you get it. Mm-hmm. Um, like you and I really, really wanted to work out. Right. Um, we decided to try and do it early every morning, like mm-hmm. first thing in the morning and, and we would meet in the same house and we would work out. And that's something that when we began to do it, like we really wanted to, to move our bodies, but mm-hmm. individually that was hard, at least for me it was. Yep. But, excuse me, but we found each other and we began to meet every single morning in, mm-hmm. in this game and we would work yes. out and then begin our day. Right. And that's something that, like, in that way, we got to see each other every day mm-hmm. um, and check in with each other, but we still got to do something that we, we really wanted to do and then go mm-hmm. about our days. Like, that mm-hmm. didn't happen. And, like, that wasn't the painful 30 minutes of our lives that morning. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's just one of the ways in which we were trying to experiment and see what works and see what we like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 And I remember that vividly because... Um, I did an episode with Beatty when we talked about wellness and she obviously she's a wellness instructor and she values you know exercising and whatnot and we're talking mm-hmm. about our you know our journeys and how we started um, working out in college yeah I think for me I remember I specifically remember having the conversation with you where we were like okay where I was like okay Hilda like we I need to work out because I don't mm-hmm. like I don't like the weight that I've gained, you know. And then me going to the gym was just like a short-term thing because when I stopped, I yeah. gained so much weight. 
So I'm just like, I need to find some sort of exercise that's going to keep me mm. grounded, that's going to keep me healthy, and that's going to reduce the stress that I'm experiencing because of college. So we were able to kind of formulate a plan for ourselves. And yeah. then I loved the fact that, you know, we had each other to keep accountable because I'm pretty sure if I was by myself, I would not have been successful. We, we did it for like a whole semester. I remember like full yeah. semester for my junior year. So like waking up early, like at seven, literally, we would yeah. work out for 30 minutes, insanity workout. <laughs> Shout out to Shanti. Shanti. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You still do it, by the way. I'm so proud of you. I, so I that's the thing. Up. Like, yeah. That random thing that we did senior year of college, mm-hmm. I kept it. I realized that I actually really like doing it first thing right. in the morning. Right. And um, yeah, it's become a very, very, very big part of my mental health. Right, right. When I, when I left Smith and began my new job, it was very, very chaotic. You know, new country all over again, new everything, just like Kostya at Smith. So right. that year I didn't do anything. And then my second year in my job, I was like, I need to go back to that. And I remember we had this question when I was just like trying to get back to it. Yeah. I was just trying to summon senior year Hilda and like <laughs> junior year Ruth. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's so interesting that I went back to the things that grounded me, that, that we did together and they grounded us. Yes. This time I didn't have you. And yeah, it's interesting because I began in February and the pandemic began, began like to we, we got locked down right. in Joburg in, in, in March and right. so when I was alone like I couldn't go see anyone and, and, and in Joburg yeah. the lockdown was really really stringent like I mm. lived I lived in one of these estates where they didn't let you leave your house at all wow. so I was wow. in the house for months you would only leave, leave the house to go buy groceries but you couldn't take walks you wouldn't do anything and I was working at my desk I was working long, longer hours just because, you know, like you leave your bedroom to come to the living room to work. Mm-hmm. So Shanti ended up just like becoming my saving grace. Right. Because, right. Yeah. And that's something that if we did not cultivate in college, mm-hmm. I would never have done it. So yeah, shout out to sure. us. We did that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. And you know, this goes to show like the, the habits you build while you're mm-hmm. in college, they they sort of dictate the way that how you're gonna live your life for the rest of your life. Yeah. And it kind of makes you know a complete change in the lifestyle that you're gonna live as well. And like going back to like time management, when I was a junior, I remember when we worked out and then I wouldn't even have class until nine or ten. But I would, yeah. you know, after our workout, I'll shower, I'll eat my breakfast and go to the library. I would get a head start in my reading. I'll do my assignments on time. And slowly, I was able to, like, carve out, you know, chunks of time for me to be able to get ahead in my classes, which ultimately made me, you know, able to better perform in those classes. So that's when I realized um, it doesn't really, you know, like, people's priorities change is what I mean, because there are people who don't work out and there are people who work out every day. But the thing is, I think you need to experiment with a lot of things to find the thing that works for you right yeah right because it it doesn't work for everybody but I'm so glad we found each other and I'm so glad we were able to stick with that schedule and that it helped us because I remember during that time I wasn't only you know performing well in my classes but I was also mentally well I was physically fit 
and I was just in the best place ever I was like happy I was like you know my stress level was so low and like things wouldn't trigger me as much I was more you know patient with people I was more forgiving you know all these like qualities that I aspired to have they slowly Mm -hmm. came and I also found out you know even my senior year because like you weren't there but like senior year was like really really stressful as well but I remember doing finals one of the things that helped me was working out so the times that I work out the most were during finals because it helped you know ground me and it also helped reduce my stress and I would also tell people to do that you know take a walk here and there and then I got you know slowly involved in yoga Um, so all of this to say that you know in time management you need to figure out the things that work for you do you agree with that I agree and I like what you're saying about just like trying different things and seeing what works I wish Mm -hmm. I wish I did that more intentionally though like Mm -hmm. the thing of trying different things to see what I wish I had done it more intentionally because I think what that would have done is it would have helped me be a little bit more forgiving of myself on the times when things didn't work out Mm -hmm. and I'm realizing that I'm developing that right now of Mm-hmm. like the way we used to work out it was great but it was also like yeah we have to do this we have to do like yeah. what if that doesn't work and I'm realizing yeah. that yeah you you try working out at 7 a.m does that mm-hmm. work how does that make you feel okay maybe you can also and I think okay going back to that thing of trying things Ruth I spent so much time trying to make the gym work Yes, I remember. For instance. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And we did that in very many different ways. Like, right. oh, so now let's try to go for Zumba classes in the evening. Let's go mm-hmm. weightlifting in the morning. Let's, mm-hmm. and it didn't. And I kept mm-hmm. trying and I kept trying and I, and I kept trying. And it's like, what does my body want and what feels right, right for it? Yeah. Right. So I wish I knew that I could try that. And if it fails, I could be just like gracious with myself and try something mm-hmm. else um mm-hmm. I think that would have saved me time but also just would have saved my, saved my mental health so much just like mm-hmm. shit that I gave it for not mm-hmm. feeling mm-hmm. like oh I wasn't doing things exactly right um mm-hmm. same with the classes same with same with the majors honestly because even if I'm saying that I went to Smith feeling undecided I kind of wanted to do e- economics yeah. yeah I feel like there's so many people's stories um <laughs> I know we have so yeah. much to talk about I yeah. secretly wanted to do economics mm-hmm. and I did the first class with a professor who everyone raved about everybody loved so much and I was just <laughs> annoyed by his existence oh my god like yeah. oh my god there is this thing where I felt, and this is just my opinion, that, that Americans yeah. liked a professor who came to class and just like played guitar for them and <laughs> joked around. And I was like, dude, yes. just teach me and leave. <laughs> I remember. I remember. I so struggled well. in that yes. class. That yes. man had fun. And I was just in that <laughs> yes. class feeling like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. In fact, yo, that class. I met mm-hmm. that's the class in which I actually ended up bonding with with one of with one of my closest friends now Takondwa because mm-hmm. we were in it together and we we're both right. struggling and side eyeing this man and everyone was was having a time of their lives <laughs> and <laughs> yeah and I ended up taking e- 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 economics more years still mm-hmm. trying because I 
I had to do it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what if I just was like, actually don't like this. I don't like the classes. I don't like the professors. Let me move on from this, by the way. But no, I kept trying. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. I, yeah. I will shut up now. I promise. <laughs> no, 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 no worries. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that because I also took the, the same class and I remember coming to you. I'm like, oh my God, this is an amazing professor. Oh my God, I think this is going to be my minor. Seven. And you're like, um, did he play the guitar? And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But you know, surprisingly, the class that you didn't like, I ended up loving so much. And that became my minor. And I took like a lot of classes with that as well. Um, so it's really, you know, this goes to show that, you know, the same class or the same activity um, doesn't yeah. necessarily resonate the same with people. Um and which I is think why that... you have to try things and be gracious with yourself mm-hmm. and listen to yourself Ruth liked it I hated it and that's fine right exactly <laughs> exactly and I think like what we have talked about so far we have highlighted you know unintentionally but the fact that in order to manage your time you have to prioritize your health right we talked a lot about you know finding the habits that that will help you stay active uh, mentally well and all these things that you do that are completely like not what you would think like as a first year because as a first year you would think I need to focus on school 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 on classes 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 but that's not all college is about you know and I think one of the things that um, I would tell other people is to definitely prioritize their health um, find the move honestly you just need to release those emotions of like stress and all those negative things. You have to move. Um, and second of all, I think it's I think you touched up on it a little bit earlier, but it's about like finding your people because your social life is also a huge yeah. part of your college experience, right? And I also found that it was really, really important later on. And that's when I started to realize, I was like, oh, my God, where, where else in this world am I going to meet such amazing individuals who are so sweet and kind? And we, although we come from, like, we share the same values, right? And then we, we created a, a community for ourselves. And that really helped ground me personally. But I'm really interested yeah. in, like, hearing your experience of, like, how your social life or, like, how finding your people helped mm-hmm. you become a successful college student. excuse me Mm -hmm. um i a lot of my undergrad years hinged on on people um yeah a lot of it depended on the people that i met and i wish i knew that earlier i wish i paid more attention to human beings earlier um yeah like i love that (laughs) That's okay. I'm going to use that as a quote. I wish I I'm like one of those people. Words. Yeah, like I'm one of those people who are fine with having one friend and mm. like, and I'm, and, and I'm not very much of a groupie. Like, mm-hmm. so I, I met one of my closest friends during ISP, Chisa. Mm-hmm. And I was just Chisa was my friend for a while. And, 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 and that was it. And, 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 and that was fine. Um, but when I began getting involved with Saxa, literally Saxa was my sustenance at Smith. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I met people who 
I just still the people who I love the most still in my life. People who I mm-hmm. still talk to and just love very much. Yeah. And for me, I think that's important. I don't mm-hmm. think, yeah, like, I think that's important that, that I made those very, very beautiful women friendships. Yes. Um, yeah. When I finished college and moved to Joburg, one of my closest friends was, was in Joburg too, in fact, at the same job. And that mm-hmm. wasn't planned. It was just total coincidence. In, in fact, we applied to the same job in very different ways. She, mm-hmm. We were both on very different, different, different scholarships. Scholarships, mm-hmm. no, fellowships, sorry. Fellowship, but yeah. meeting in Joburg meant I had somebody that I knew and I wasn't on my own completely. Joburg was really hard for me because I... I arrived in Joburg, I, I felt sick in my first few weeks there, and I realized that I was all on my own, that I was an adult who was supposed to go find medication, take it, then go cook <laughs> food, eat okay. it, or else I'll die. And, and that was really hard, because in college I had yeah. people who loved me and took care of me, and I could just, you know, professor and tell them, hi, I can't come in today. You can't do that in a job. And so yeah. having a person there who I knew from college and actually really loved and loved me back was very, very helpful. Um, yeah, more tangibly. That's very tangible. Like for me, that's very, very important. Right. But I guess in the ways that are resume eek, I learned about some of the internships I did because of people. Um mm. Yeah, like my first year internship, which I don't remember anything about in terms of the content of the internship. It was a Smith-led internship in in Nairobi. It was my first time in any other African country other than Uganda, by the way. And I did it with with, with like like other Smith students and Smith Mm -hmm. professors. Mm -hmm. Professors who kind of became our parents while at Smith. Like, Yeah. yeah, shout out. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, like professors who ended up taking a lot more classes with, who ended up mm-hmm. doing independent research classes with, um, mm-hmm. and now as I have as I have applied to to grad schools, I have gone back to to get recommendations. That's right. not something I thought about in college, and I'm not saying go to college very very strategic about oh I need to get recommendations etc. But actually meeting professors and knowing them and building relationships with them has helped me very much um, because when it came to writing recommendations I was going through this journey with somebody else who we've both been out of college for for this number of years three years but I found it easier because I could just text professor Mugen and be like like via whatsapp and tell them that I was doing this and I wanted that recommendation and I, I trusted very much that they would that they would help me. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So I met professors who ended mm-hmm. up becoming like people who I could actually rely on. Mm-hmm. And I still keep in touch with even just beyond recommendation letters. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. Like it's been so, so helpful in my life after Smith, the connection, the relationships that I right. made, relationships, I don't even call them connections. Right. I have been applying, I have been trying to figure out my grad school and you know some of these. I got into grad school and I didn't get as much money as I expected to get. Mm-hmm. 
getting mm-hmm. into my master's program. Right. And that has been a very, very toxic experience. Ruth, and I know we share this, but yeah. getting like going to a master's program in one of these elite schools for when you're not rich, it's just the most demoralizing thing. It's yes. It's taken my whole like all the women in me. I know. Like it's taken so much. And at some point, yeah. you know, like the whole application process is really hard, but then you think, mm-hmm. oh, it's going to be fine after I get in and then you get in and, and then you realize they don't want poor people there right. at all. Yeah. So my friends have come through oh. in such major ways in like, like friends that I met at Smith, right? professors that I met at Smith. Mm-hmm. They've come through in such major ways in helping me make this grad school thing real. Right. Yeah. And if it wasn't for those like stupid nights eating <laughs> chicken wings in Silly Hall, it wasn't Silly Hall, what, what, whatever that hall what was, that was, I was always in. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. They've helped me so, so, mm-hmm. so much, those relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I currently work at ALA where one of my closest friends is their alma mater. So I know about mm-hmm. ALA from people mm-hmm. that I met. Um, and one of the internships that I did in college that ended up kind of kind of helping me with the job that I ended up getting mm-hmm. is was at was at ALU, which is a school wow. I learned from my friend. Right. right. Yeah. So relationships became my saving grace but also Mm -hmm. the way we we took charge of like unity orgs on campus and like just were very active in saxa and we made it our home and we made it our baby and it was just like a way in which i just met people and remember all those nights messi and i spent just trying to make chapati yes like the most interesting thing is i became the person who used to cook in saxa but the truth is Ruth, I never cooked before college, ever, ever. Wow, and I don't think really? people understood this. No, I didn't know the first thing about the kitchen. Wow. Like growing up, my mom made all of our meals and taught us nothing. Wow. And then I got to Smith and I hated the food so much. So I would go yes. and be like, mom, where, where do the tomatoes go? <laughs> I learned to cook yes. on the phone with her. And Messi mm-hmm. will tell you how much we both tried to figure out chapati making together. I had never made chapati before Smith wow and i became the chapati queen so yes and all this was just because of human beings who i Mm -hmm. met and Mm -hmm. they were willing to experiment things with me to spend time not studying just doing random shit together (laughs) yes and i think that is so important because um i don't mean to cut you off sorry did you finish no no i'm done please go ahead (laughs) i like you're sipping your water okay so i think um all of this like and thank you so much for sharing this because i think we have like learned so much from each other and i think the the time that we invest in in the people that we meet and the friendships that we have we don't realize how important it is until we're not you know together anymore but like i i remember like looking back for instance if i had like an exam or like an assignment in class but then like friday friday night i was supposed to meet up with a friend I, you know, like, this is about time management. Do I go me- yeah. meet up with a friend or do I go to the library? <laughs> Thanks for that study? reminder. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry. Because 
pros and cons, right? If I go meet up with my yeah. friend, we're definitely going to have a good time. We're going to bond. We're going to talk. You know, it's, hmm. it's, it's all hmm. positive. But I'm still not studying, right? So, you know, it, has, yeah. it always is about that balance. Like, what are you going to prioritize today? Are you going to prioritize going to the library to do your work? Or are you going to prioritize your social life? So it's always like a, what is it? A back and forth in your mind. But at the yeah. same time, you can't always choose going to the library. You're not going to be a sane person if you're always in the library. I remember people used to like stay in the library all the time. Like that yeah. chair would be assigned to that person. Like you can't even sit in that chair because that person is glued to that chair, you know. And you, you're, <laughs> you're there like wondering like that does this person even have a social life. But then you can't always be socially active as well. Because if you're there just for the socials, then why are you in college? Like, wh- what are the classes for? You know what I mean? Let me tell you a random story when you're done. Please tell me, Please tell me now. <laughs> no, this is so important. Social life versus, you know, studying. My friends and I did this really stupid thing of making a study group together. <laughs> And we why were was that stupid? <laughs> very many different majors involved here and we used to yep. go meet in I forget the name of the hall but we used to meet it's the geosciences hall it it was cheese's department we used to go ah, meet Brighton Brighton hall yes that's the hall <laughs> we used we used to meet yeah. there for the purposes of of studying, studying. together Mm-hmm. like not not together because everyone was doing their own thing but kind right. of accountability that is right i'm just thankful we didn't do that every day because <laughs> that would have been interesting i think we we chose maybe once or twice a week we'd meet in burton okay. hall 7 mm-hmm. p.m work mm-hmm. till 10 we'd mm-hmm. meet there and the first thing we did was was order dominoes right and then we talk <laughs> five hours straight wow Yes, yes. On t- back on time management, we'd talk mm-hmm. five hours straight. Mm-hmm. Not five hours. Sometimes we'd leave that place at two because we were really, like, we were really into it. Mm-hmm. It was never studying. Right. It was never studying. But those nights were beautiful. But the truth is, those nights, we didn't study at all. But it also showed me that, girl, you have to get serious. Because one of my friends, (laughs) yes, yeah, it was like, girl, you have to get serious. So I actually ended up using my other nights to be productive because I knew that night was going to be fire. And I thought it was nice to to just go pretend to be studying and just hang out with my friends and then study other days. Exactly. And it's really, really important, as you said, to spend those kinds of nights with your friend because... Um, it's a bonding moment. You get to release mm-hmm. all the things that are, you know, stressing you. And then you get to see the the human side of other people. You know, you always yeah. see, you know, students, especially um, in a school like Smith, that's like everybody's really competitive. Like everybody's going from class to class. You know, someone is yeah. the president of this club. They're going, you know, they're getting straight A's and you're wondering how they're balancing it all. But then I think it's really crucial to prioritize um, our social life as well. I think this is one of the things that people don't do. I mean, that I've noticed, especially international students, um, because they want to just focus on school and get really good grades because I understand, you know, the pressure that you have on yourself and then the pressure from your family to perform well. Yeah. But like looking back now, you know, in my college career, the fondest memories that I have are not of the nights I spent in the library studying for an exam. 
they're the nights I spent with my friends, bonding, talking, laughing, you know, sharing stories, uh, being vulnerable, you know, being there for someone when they're experiencing something bad or like grieving or something. You're just being there for that person. And those are the moments that I, I cherish and I, I will mm-hmm. always remember, you know, it's not the grade I got in a specific class. Like if you ask me, I don't remember a grade I got in a specific class, but I do remember yeah. like the day that I went to so-and-so's class, like um, room and then we hanged out and we watched a movie, you know. So all this to say, like, so like, you know, trying to sum up things. So first, prioritize your health. Second, prioritize yeah. your social life. And third, um, what's the third? Focus on your school. Maybe, maybe not prioritize, but definitely pay attention. Because mm. prioritize can make it look like there is very serious um, lines. Uh, First, it's, it's, it's friends, then right. school. Right. But I think to know that it's very, very important that, that you go to college and be a human being who actually meets people like yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and that's like really really important and I think the fact that you know it's been like a couple of years you know for both of us out of college Mm -hmm. we're able to like reflect back on our experiences and like because if you know if you ask us while still we were in it you'd be like oh yeah I don't know what I'm doing but you know you you (laughs) intentionally do you know it's not all with intention that you do those things but it's really really important yeah and it goes to show you know the kind of relationships that you invest in because even spending time with a friend you're investing time you're investing your energy you're investing money even if you go out so all those things they they have fruit because even the fact that we're still friends and we still keep in touch it's a testament of the kind of friendship that we've developed while we were in college And I'm like yeah. really, really grateful for, you know, to have met a person like you, to have met, you know, other, you know, incredible people who I'm still friends with. You know, I never thought like, you know, people tell you, oh, college is the best time of your life. You're going to meet so many people and you're like, oh, OK, you know, it's all superficial and, it's, you know, it's, it sounds great. But is it actually going to happen in my life? But, you know, at the same time, um, in order mm. to like keep that connection alive, it takes both people to, yeah. you know, to put in the effort as well. Um yeah um so is there any other thing that you want to highlight in regards to um time management that we didn't touch on not really I think I'm just thinking that something you mentioned which is Mm -hmm. if you asked us these questions three four years three two years ago for you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the answer would have been I really have no idea what's going on I suck at this entirely (laughs) and I think for me that highlights the fact that we didn't go into college with a playbook of mm-hmm. this is what I want to do in terms of like managing my time better in, in terms of in terms yeah. of making the most out of this college experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but because we are now here and we are looking back, we are able to see the places that unintentionally ended up being really, really useful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I guess what I'm trying to say is you don't need to go with a playbook with like I want to do and I'm thinking about that as a because I'm going to grad school with those lessons and I'm trying to be careful about not really engineering my experience in grad school right because right. it's easy yeah. to do that now that I have some experience mm-hmm. so being Completely. easy on yourself and knowing that I don't have to engineer everything but Mm-hmm. maybe it's useful that we went through some of these just like messes mm-hmm. so that you know that okay I don't have to do this but I also can be graceful with myself mm-hmm. and like explore knowing I'll be okay but maybe pay attention here and there without setting 
clear cut lines of what you can and can't do because you, you know, yeah. Yeah. And I love that. I, I really love that. Um, and so as we're ending our conversation about, you know, time mm-hmm. management, what advice do you have for a current international student or for a prospective international student who's like going to join college soon? What advice do you have for them in terms of how they should manage their time? Yeah. Um, I feel very iffy about giving advice. It's okay. It's okay. Oh. Just based um, on your experience. Or something like something you wished someone told you about managing yeah. your time while you were in college, maybe. Um, I think we've said it all. And like looking back, one of the most important things that also has come out very strongly here today is um, just experimenting and being kind to yourself. Mm. And I think that's also what I said a little bit back there when I was like, oh, like you have, yeah, like experimenting and being kind to yourself and knowing that I'm going to do X, being flexible, knowing that X might not work for you, knowing Mm -hmm. that you don't have to be too hard on yourself when X doesn't work, try Y, because you might actually really enjoy Y. And if you don't enjoy Y, there is Z. And if you don't enjoy Z, yeah, so experimenting with things. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, like if I hadn't spent a lot of time my first year trying to get married to economics and trying to just like Mm -hmm. a lot of other random shit that that I did Mm -hmm. that, yeah, like it feels good to be a part of this unity org. Right. And that's fine. And I can actually stay here and dig deep here because I like it here. So listening to yourself, being kind mm-hmm. and knowing that I like this and that's fine and I can dig deep there. I don't like this and and okay, we don't we we don't always like the things that we do because you know you have to do some things you don't like. But being open to things changing, to trying different things, that's very very important because that's how you end, you end up maybe not messing up with your mental health because you're trying to be so hard on yourself to try to excel at different things. So mm-hmm. being open to things working out and things not working out and trying different things. Um, so that's the first piece of advice. And then the other is, and, and I think we've also mentioned this, that college is a lot bigger than your GPA. Yes, that's also another quote. <laughs> And so paying attention to those other areas that Mm -hmm. might not come in the brochure that you get when you get into whatever college is very, very important. Um, Your GPA is very crucial as I'm, uh, yeah, it is, sure. But so are relationships with people. Like, honestly, so are skills that are outside of of your classroom. and. You learn some of those skills by by working in the library, by mm-hmm. by doing the, like internships elsewhere, and some of those mm-hmm. things come together not like literally outside of the classroom. Mm-hmm. So paying attention to those other areas as well, right. and once again going back to knowing that if I don't like working at the water center, I can leave. Mm-hmm. I just named the place that I left. Um, <laughs> 
okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. That's your authentic self. No worries. No filter here. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. My friend and I took part in in this office where yeah. we didn't know what you know like in college there's a lot of things that people do because of their resumes mm-hmm. and some of, yes. sometimes those things don't make any sense it's like why does this exist we are spending so much time and it's it's locking not doing anything Wow. And I spent like my whole first year in that office and I was doing so much and, and, and I was doing nothing green. And it's like, yeah, you can leave once again. Like, yeah. you can be like, this is not working. I will go try this other thing. And we did that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you so much for like being honest about your experience. Um, and those were like some of like, if I heard that when I was, you know, an international student, it would have helped me so much. I know that for a fact. Um, And for me personally, I mean, the advice I would give to anyone, honestly, because Mm -hmm. time management is a skill. You know, you don't just like you don't just have it. It's something you develop through time. And I mean, I'm still dealing with it because, you know, when you're working, you have to manage your time as well. It's like a constant thing in your life that you have. But college is like specifically important or it's very unique in a sense where Mm. you live in the place where you study. So your time, it's like literally 24 hours. Like you could stay up until 2, 3 a.m. You know, your parents are not there. It's really up to you to like prioritize the things that matter to you most, right? So as you said, like experimenting with a lot of different things, being involved with different clubs, taking different classes, and then, you know, trying to figure out what works for you. Because I, I see a lot of students just doing things or taking classes just because other people are doing it. Oh yeah, and you know there's that peer pressure of like if someone is involved in this club I also have to be involved in this club but at this it's good to experience things but it still doesn't mean that you have to do everything according to plan right there are things that come out of the plan um, yeah and your schedule is going to be completely different from someone else's schedule nobody else mm-hmm. is taking the same classes as you nobody else is you know interacting with the same people as you nobody else is being involved in the same clubs as you so every mm-hmm. every person you meet in college has a different schedule and it depends oh on God. you right it depends yes. on you to prioritize the things that you have to do because it's it's unique to you right? My schedule was completely different from yours, Hilda, I remember. And it's the same yeah. for every single person there. But for, for you to be able to manage your time well, you need to look at all the involvement that you have and then decide, okay, what do I do mm. at this time? What do I do at this time? I used to have two planners while I was in college and I got to use that like after my first year. So the first planner was like, you know, the deadlines, what do I have? And the second planner was like a daily planner. So what do I do in the morning? What do I do at yes. lunch? And what do I do after that? Right. So they both. And if I don't plan, I start to freak out because I'm like, I'm not prioritizing something like I'm missing mm-hmm. something. Right. Mm-hmm. The weekends are usually free, but it really helped, you know, help me stay on track having that planner. Um, you, do you want to add to that? You've heard of the term stress Olympics. Yes, 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 Hilda. Can you, you please explain for, something for those that of us made me remember that? Yeah, like there is this illusion that everybody is supposed to be so busy, and it looks like the busier you are, the better of a human being you are in college. Yes, yes. or else you're useless and you're not doing mm-hmm. enough, and you're going to fail, and you won't get a job, and you won't, 
add-on, whatever works for you. Right. That was such a huge, a huge thing that Smith and I had to be very intentional on asking myself, am I stressed or do I just have a lot to do? Mm. And like, that's crucial. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's something that one of my friends like made me realize it was like, do I have so much to do? The answer mm-hmm. is usually yes in college, honestly, because there's, like you say, right. deadlines, etc. But does that mean that I'm supposed to walk around looking like a crazy woman? <laughs> like, right. Yeah. So, right. And so, A, there is that. And then, B, realizing that just the fact that Ruth looks so busy doesn't mean that I am failing. It means Ruth is busy, period. Like, Ruth's journey is very different from my own. In fact, we are doing very different majors. And even if we are, like we are very different people and so I don't have to make myself look busy for Ruth and that's yep. something we fall into in college even like yep. in friend groups it's like yes. oh this person looks like they're they're doing xyz G- great for them what works for you and you have to find mm-hmm. that out and you don't have to try to look busy for anyone and you don't have to try to look stressed for anyone right right and it's a very easy trap to get into yeah. as you mentioned right yeah 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 I mean like this has brought up like so many things because a lot of things <laughs> that happened in college I'm now like thinking and reflecting back on because yeah. I think we had the same conversation with Anushka when we did episode two on like dealing with expectations she was telling me um she was walking around campus and someone like stopped her and and they were like are you okay like you don't look good are you okay and then she was shocked she's like what I'm yeah I'm fine but apparently she was like I guess exuding that you know I don't know that (laughs) I don't really know what to say I understand that so much yeah students exuded busyness and stress that's it that's it and you could like easily notice that right but then when you're like so put together you know you you have you know you dressed up you took a shower you know you look fine talking to the class people assume that you're taking one or two classes but you might not necessarily people assume you're not serious yes (laughs) can you imagine and so like this drive was to like you know wear on your hoodies to class you know look really really busy not really put together like that was the vibe do you remember oh my god I'm like reflecting on a lot of things that happened in college anyways all of this to say that time management is different for different people right and what I prioritize could be different from what you prioritize but at the same time, I think we have really touched upon the things that really matter to us. Because if I was going to have this conversation like the, with the same topic with another person, we would have talked about something completely different, right? Because yeah, that yeah. person's experience and my experience are going to be different as well. So I'm really, really, really happy that we, we talked about this because I think it's such an important topic. It doesn't matter like what year you are in college, you, you're always trying to figure out how to manage your yeah. time, right? So this is like a very, very important topic. And I'm really, really happy that we did it. And I'm really happy that you are my 10th guest of like the last, you know, like this is the first, like the ending of the first season of this podcast. And before we end, oh, thank mm-hmm. you, Hilda. Before we end, <laughs> do you have like any last minute things that you want to say? No, we, we've said it all. It's I'm I'm lucky, really surprised that we talked this long about time management. The, the things time does to you, like 
time makes you grow up. Yes. Cause, yeah, because we're like, now we are reflecting and I, that thing you said earlier, we would have said, oh, we are terrible if, if we had this question while in college. But like right. being removed two, three years, it's like, yeah. And like, this is, like you're saying, this is our experiences. It might mm-hmm. work or, or might not work for somebody else. So just, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, but this was fun. And I'm very, yeah. me, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> thank you Hilda thank you so much and with that we end a beautiful episode of the internationally podcast just a little bit of housekeeping please make sure to go follow the official Instagram page at Mm. internationallylie and if you have any questions or concerns please email to internationallybyruth at gmail.com thank you again for tuning in today I hope you have a lovely week ahead of you and take care of yourselves everybody bye You too. Bye. Bye.